Welcome to No Cherry on Top, where we talk about anything and everything. Okay, welcome to our episode of Weird Sexual Experiences. We're coming into this from our last episodes of traumatic childhoods into toxic relationships, Mm -hmm. which kind of leads us into this topic. Um, Let's just jump in here. Okay. Because there's no easy way to get into this. Um, I think that when you are a child that suffers trauma or you've been into some relationships that are traumatic, it kind of brings you into uh, the the people pleaser mode and it brings Mm -hmm. you into some odd situations. Yes. Um, Not that they're all unwanted, but it brings you into really uncomfortable situations, into weird situations. I think that, you know, with my abuse as a child, um, I think part of my way of it's, it's a sick way, but part of the way that like you expressed yourself was sexually mm-hmm. because you thought that like that's what made people love you mm-hmm. um, throughout life. I think I found out that obviously um, sex does not determine whether a relationship's good or not. Um, I've had some great sex and some really horrible toxic people that went along with that great sex. Um, and it, uh, definitely is one of those situations that you cannot determine a relationship from sexual intercourse only, or in, you know, or a sexual connection for that matter. Right. Absolutely. I think that, you know, you have to be able to connect on different levels for that relationship to be whole. Mm -hmm. Um, that, you know, I mean, you can have great sex, but not connect anywhere else in life. And then it's, then that relationship is really nothing. Right. And when you get into those types of situations, um, I think a lot of times it's, it's a really, uh, it, it usually ends up being the really toxic type relationships. I mean, you can meet a guy that is great in bed that, you know, will make you feel so vulnerable. It's like Mm -hmm. a vulnerable feeling. Like it's like you're opening yourself up completely to them, Mm -hmm. but you, it feels like you are sharing something intimate with them, but yet you aren't. If that makes sense. Right. Like, cause it's only like the surface level. Right. It's- like, like I, like, you know, I've had, I've had some weird experiences like, you know, like pee on me. Okay. I mean, I'll, if that's what you like, if that's, what's going to get you off, I will pee on you. Um, <laughs> I mean, my husband's in the background here. Everybody just ignore his laughing. He hasn't asked me to pee on him for the, for the record. So, <laughs> for the record, Don has not asked me to pee on him. Okay, let's just get that. There. Let's get this on. Let's I, I have had weird people. I mean, and you know, I'm calling them weird, but you know, to each their own. I'm not like going to judge somebody on what their like sexual fetishes or preferences are. That like right. that's not my deal. But if that's you know, if I'm in a relationship and that's what the person says, like gets them off, then I'm going to pee on you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, because. 
I want to get off and I want you to get off. I mean, pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone, but like in the background here, like we're having this podcast. There's my husband and there's our friend Maddie, and they're kind of listening to this. So I apologize if you hear some like laughing and chiming in. Because in some of these situations, I feel like, I mean, Michelle and I are in a certain age group. Maddie's in a certain age group. And my husband obviously has a penis. So, I mean, I think that, you know, everything needs a different perspective from people. Um, And I think that we've all had those experiences in life where we get in with this person and it's like this major, like erotic type situation. Mm -hmm. And then you're you're like seriously like neck deep in this and you're like whoa this ain't for me (laughs) I mean I mean I'm speaking for myself but I'm assuming that other people have been in that situation where you get into it and then all of a sudden you're like look bro like I don't I don't want you to open your mouth and for me to pee in it like that's not okay or no peeing for you yeah yeah like I'm not I'm not into you know that's the thing is like okay Peen was like one thing, like, but like, then if you like want me to like fart on you and stuff, like, that's not okay. That's what I'm like. What trauma do you need to unpack, sir? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, like, somebody's like, I want to blow in your butt so you'll fart on me. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, I. <laughs> I mean, you guys are this, laughing. This is this is gonna be the Shannon episode, and you we're... guys are laughing. But this is like real life stuff that no. happens to people. But too, like I think that you know, you when <laughs> I don't even Michelle, know where to go with this. She's like, I have no she idea. She's like, my men and your I, men are completely yes. different spectrums here. Yeah. So you're gonna let her out on a She's got to sit here and talk about sexual experiences in front of her husband and y'all just shutting the fuck up. I mean, we're like, okay. I mean, okay, throw her under the bus. Shannon, okay. I mean, no, I, I see what you're saying. I I, like, I don't know. It was like, sex was like such a shameful thing to me. Like growing up that it was all just like, I, I don't know. Just, it was such a. Were you very religious growing yes, up? I yes, I was. I was very, um, it was very restrictive, very like, you know, the the type of music you listen to, like you didn't talk about sex, like it was just very repressive. And then, you know, when I got away from it, like I just went wild. And so like everything was so new to me. Michelle's like, we're riding dick today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was just, it was... No, but like it, that was, it was a completely different experience. And then you're like in the back of your head, like something that could be totally normal to one person could look completely different to like somebody that was just so like everything was just a brand new experience. I get that. I mean, Don was kind of like the same way. Like he was in a very religious family growing up and I wasn't. It was like, have you ever heard that rap song by like, I can't remember who it was. I think it was NWA. Welcome to the fuck shop. Like that was like my family. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were just very like sexual people. So that was something that was normal to me. Um, But it wasn't something that was like, you know, like, how do I say it? 
it was something that was normal. Like, okay, I've talked to other people, like, I'm not going to walk around nude or whatever, like, when people, <laughs> when people are around, but, but like, if you need, like, even my children, like, if you need to talk about it and it's sexual, mm-hmm. like, I'm down. Like, I would rather be the person to tell you. Right. Then it be somebody else that can be, okay, so let me, let me bring this here. This is, this is the point of this conversation is that I'd rather it be me to my child because my daughter, my oldest daughter had a little girl and she should have came to me and asked how to shave her vagina. But instead she asked a friend in middle school, the girl didn't like her. She was jealous of her. And she told my daughter to shave every part of her vagina, but around the hole. (laughs) So she would have a fur hole. A fur hole. <laughs> is a that messed hole. up? That <laughs> happened. John, didn't it happen? No, that happened. It yeah, happened. And she sure. came home and was like, well, because she was wanting to go to the pool and stuff. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, just shave everything. But like around the opening of your vagina. I'm like, is this like a fur donut? What's a fur, a fur What's a fur hole? Well, <laughs> maybe it wasn't malicious and just a young kid being like, I don't want to cut my no, lips girl, off. Girl, girl, like, I don't no. know. Girl, this was like eighth, ninth grade. Like, this was not okay. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, that would be like leaving hair around your vagina hole and your butthole. Like, that's just They wrong. probably didn't know. <laughs> I remember someone in middle school telling me like, my mom said you're a whore because you wear tampons. That's only for people that have sex. Okay. Yes. I was like, yes. I, don't, I, was like, yes. I don't want to sit in my blood. That. I believe that until way too, I way know. too yes. old. I was so disturbed when she told yes. me that. I was like, well, tell your mother I don't want to sit in my blood filled pad. Thank you. No, Kai. I get that because we actually adopted a girl that we had. And her biological parents told her that if she wore a tampon, mm-hmm. that that took her virginity. Yes. Like so but, my sisters went through the same. That's thing. exactly right? what even, I even would, when I was growing up. So you know, I've got two older sisters. She does. I wasn't allowed and, to wear tampons, and they all thought the same thing, or yes. at least they were told the same thing that yes. penetration see, this is not by okay. a tampon mm-hmm. somehow this made is it true. intercourse. But this no, is that's traumatic. Exactly what I was told. But see, this is where I'm going back to. Like this is the 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 traumatic. Like so, my trauma may be different than Maddie's trauma. My mm-hmm. trauma may be different than your trauma. My trauma may be different than Don's trauma. But trauma is trauma. And when you have somebody telling you that you're not supposed to wear this tampon when it's made for a woman to use, that's traumatic. Like, and them telling you, so this is what I'm talking about. Like, not everybody's trauma is the same, but these are the sexual experiences that make you, and and tell Mm -hmm. me that now in life, you as a, what, Mm 26-year-old woman, that that didn't affect you. Uh, it did in some ways, but I was just like, yeah, carry you were, on. I mean, no, for well, just sure. Because my parents, like, my mom was like, this is the tool, you know, whatever. But I'm sure you questioned, like, but your at the same time, too, I like, was is just okay. Yeah, like, I was just confused because I was just thinking, like, other people think this. Like, where did they get that from? Like, that's an opinion out there. No, for sure. That was and, weird. And it is. No, and that's the thing is, like, that, that in itself mm-hmm. is a traumatic experience. Like, when you're told you're not supposed to do something, that is marketed towards women. So, you know, like that's, that's a whole nother thing. And then that makes you in turn feel like there's something wrong with you that you're weird. Right. You know what I mean? And I had no one to ask questions to because so I no went- wonder you didn't experiment sexually like that because no. you, you were made to feel mm-hmm. like that was nasty. That was and naughty. That you, were you were doing something wrong. It was a sin. Like you don't, that's, you don't talk. How about do you think like you got here, honey? Yeah. Mom, was- mommy and daddy were fucking. I was the same yeah, way. Like, I did not talk to my parents about sexual mm-hmm. experiences and stuff like that. And not, 
I guess there just was no conversation about it. So like, I didn't want to go to them about it. So I just kind of learned things on my own. Mm -hmm. Like I knew the basics, you know, don't get pregnant when you're 12 (laughs) or like 13 or, you know, any age, whatever, you know, wear a condom. I knew like the basic basics, but when it came to like details, like, am I supposed to hurt after the first time I'm having sex? Like stuff like that, I would not Mm -hmm. go to my mother, which she'd probably... I know my mom. She would not care if I went oh, to no, her. She would have been totally cool. But as a child, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a no-no. So right. like, I'm not going to. And that led up to adulthood. Sometimes after having sex, having some weird guilt that came over it. Yes. And even the sex could be great. But then after, I felt weird. Like I felt like yes, there's some weird. And I looked it up before and I forgot the term. But it there it is a thing where women have feel guilty after well, sex. Well, that's where I get into like. That, that was like my second like topic here was that girls are being groomed in childhood and set up for like different situations, whether it's to feel guilty in your situation or your situation right. because you were raised religious. Or there's other girls that are raised in overly sexual family families that are groomed for abuse or harassment mm-hmm. because they don't know how to say no. Right. And see, you guys were on That's that spectrum how- and I was on the spectrum of I didn't know how to say no. Like, you know what I mean? Like inappropriate touching. I was supposed to be polite and nice. Right. And that's, that was okay. That's how exactly how I was raised is. Like if a like, man touched you, like you just creepy. shut your mouth. Yes. yes. Creepy men. Yes. Yeah. That was okay. And. And it's not okay. Not Let's okay. get that straight. It yeah. is not okay at no. all. At any age. Like if, if you're uncomfortable, you say I'm uncomfortable and mm-hmm. that's all it takes. Right. Like I've had this conversation with my sons. I have three sons and two daughters. No means no. I don't care if you're halfway in. I don't care if you're all the way in. If they say that's it, that's it. Mm-hmm. You pull that sucker out and you go home. Yeah. Like, because, you know, as a woman, you may get into a situation where you're like, okay, I want to do this. And just like you said, Maddie, like you're halfway into it and you're like, or afterwards and you're like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Like there's women in that situation that are like halfway in that situation. And I've told my sons. If they're, if I don't care if you're like, I'm going to be very vulgar here. If your ball's deep, you're going to pull out if they say no at that point mm-hmm. and you go home and you take care of your business. Right. That's just, that's life. Like right. as soon as they say no, it's no, like that's it. But there's certain situations like y'all are talking about, like where you get into situations and then afterwards you're like, you, it's almost like I've been there, but you, like you feel dirty. Yes, mm-hmm. you feel dirty for being human, though. Which like- is weird because I mean, I grew up religious and I'm still religious, and my parents never pressed anything to make me feel like it was so dirty. But I think because it wasn't talked about, I took it upon myself to think it was dirty. So can since I, it wasn't talked about, can yet. I can I put this out there? Like, what was your family like religious wise? Like, like oh, religion? Like what religion? Mormon. Did, Mormon. Okay, but. Okay, no, that's okay. Don't don't be don't go back on that. Mormon. Okay, I was raised Catholic. My husband was raised Jehovah's Witness. I was Catholic, Lutheran. Yeah, yes. Catholic. So that's okay. That's where <clears throat> we come into this group. And this is why the things that we're talking about is relevant not just to one group of people, but a, a mass amount of people because we're talking about different situations and, and different ways of life that mm-hmm. we were raised in and how that like has affected us like sexually as we get older. Like, I feel like it's not just people can say whatever about Mormons. People can say whatever they want about Catholics, whatever they want about Jehovah's witness. The bottom line is, is it's all very similar. Mm -hmm. Unless you get into a situation where I'm at work. But what I can tell you is that my family was religious. However, my mother and certain people in that family went off on a wrong track of, you know, 
major drug use and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, mess with their perception and how right. they dealt with things. So I don't think that that necessarily had anything to do with their religion. I feel like that it was just them going on. But one thing that's a common thing in all religions is yeah. that, you know, wait till set or marriage. Till yes. Right. Set. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes, that is true. And that's, and that's where probably where the guilt came in. Right. That's where the guilt yeah. came in is because you felt like, but I'm going to be real with you. Like religion aside, um, I'm going to test drive that motherfucker far by it. 1, right. And percent. I, you know, it's interesting because I, mean, I got to see if it drives well and if it's smooth. Right. I would <laughs> never, I would never tell my daughter, like I was raised, you don't live with a guy. You don't have sex until you are married. And I would never give that advice to my daughter. No, never. No. I might would be stuck in something. <laughs> but no, exactly. You know, I had somebody from our church when I was growing up. I had somebody I was living with the very first person, like right after, you know, I got out of my house. I lived with him and I had people block me in in a driveway pound on my car windows and say, you're going to hell and you're getting excommunicated. It's scared. Because oh you gave goodness. up the cootie? Yep. And that I was living oh with him. No. And I'm sure I'm a hundred percent positive. My mom set me up on that because I was at her house. She wasn't home and they knew when I was going to be there, they blocked me in the driveway and start literally. I mean, I was like 19, 20 years old and beating on the car windows it literally scared the crap out of me so after they were beating on your windows and stuff like did did you get out of your car like no i was i was literally terrified and they finally jumped in their cars and took off and, the, and were these people from your church yes people that i knew one oh, of no. them one of them was a principal at my school oh my god yeah and he was it was like this church that, that i grew up in was like it was crazy so, okay but my question is let's let's go back here let's go back around how did they know you were having sex because she i'm sure mom my mom maybe totally your mom did? she okay so what was your mom doing checking your room checking your panties like well, no reading i, or your I had book? i had moved out of the house and i oh was like god. i had an apartment with this person she was and, just needing some attention yes she, I think she tried to get the attention off of her for her wrongdoings and put it on me, but it, it scared me. And it was super embarrassing to me because my grandparents went to that church, um, to <laughs> that like, is humiliating. I got a letter, like a, a certified letter in the mail saying you're going to be excommunicated. I mean, and how do you look at like, like, I'm not trying to be vulgar here, but like, as like whatever age you were, it doesn't matter. Like that's still humiliating. How did you look at your grandparents and say, I'm getting railed? Like that's, that's just, just that's a just whole different well, conversation on your mom's like, trauma. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't think my grandparents, I mean, they didn't care. They really liked this person that I was living with. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was a humiliating thing. It was like a shameful thing so, for me. Yeah, like, so we're back at like where Maddie went, like it's, it's them shaming you because you're not married, you're having sex. And like, mm -hmm. everybody's talking about like sex is dirty sex. Let's, let's get this straight though. People like mentally sex is human it doesn't matter if it's gay sex if it's straight sex sex is part of it's being a, a natural it it's a natural, natural thing yes and that's something that i want people to know is that sex is that's just part of being a human mm -hmm. like that's we are put on this earth 
I mean, to produce. produce. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just reality. Like that's what we're supposed to do. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but do you see wolves out there getting married first? No, I don't. I just see wolves doing the nasty. Do you see cats and dogs worrying about who their partner is? No, because they'll have a partner this week and another one. Like, that's just the way that it is. Like, Okay, but, you know, there's a lot of things that go on with the religion and with I different people's cultures. Okay, we're not wolves. <laughs> All right, hold on. I do not classify, classify myself in the same category as wolves. Yes. I would like to think I'm a little bit more evolved than that. Yes. But what I'm saying is that sex is natural. It happens everywhere. Every species, sex is what Of it, course it it's natural. But the point whether is... You're, whether you're procreating or not, wh whatever species, animal you are, sex is natural across the board. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is, I mean, I understand where Michelle's coming mm -hmm. from just because of my no, background. I... Okay, hold on. Just because of my background... As far as with my religion that was really repressive about things, we were not expected to have sex unless we were married. Yes. Now, now the idea was you were not going to have sex with anybody mm -hmm. until you were married. Now, you're talking about, oh, let me ride that dick. Uh, I gotta Don't know pretend what like I didn't about. ride yours, Don. You did ride my dick the first ride, <laughs> Okay, Gosh. so I know. All right, I know. Okay. That's not who I am right now, mm -hmm. and that's not who I was when we met. But before we met, I was a different person. Mm -hmm. I guess. Another point is like to what he's saying. You can't just write off religion as a whole because no, some I people use that as boundaries to, to teach their 10-year-old don't go have sex. You know, no, you need I to be that. married for it, like loved for it because they're trying to protect people. And I do agree time. with that. And that's what I agree with is that moral is a awesome foundation, a moral foundation yeah. for most people. I do agree with that. That I'm glad because that if you I said told that. my 10 year old, like we're all wolves out here, we just want to, you know, <laughs> we're get just down like, anybody. Like, I don't know what they're going to go to school and trying to get out of it. You no, know, I get that. And I do agree with that. Like any religion in general is a great moral foundation i i do agree with that and that's something that don and i do agree on whether like we are both not like i don't say that we're atheists but we don't participate in organized religion because of the experiences him and i have had but i agree with you on that i do feel that any type of religion is a great moral foundation and i think that there are some people in this world that definitely need that so that they don't go off on some crazy track of like being some freak that's like touching whoever it can be it can be it can be a moral foundation and some people definitely need that yes no there are people that definitely need that but go back to your point of like your like sexual stuff like i get where you're coming from that being said um our sexual experiences well we got an audience so i don't really care it's going to come out anyway when the first time I told this man to pull my hair, well, it's, it's he a was little feeling... bit uncomfortable. Okay, <laughs> I was like, pull my hair. I, I'm not gonna lie; a lot of it has to do with my upbringing right. and other I things. Get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, right. I was never raised to to be myself or to let loose sexually. To show any aggression yeah. No, sexually? absolutely not. And especially <laughs> towards a woman, yeah. I'm not gonna pull that your hair because sense. that means that means that's aggression. And, and I was never raised with, with a mindset that I'm going to show aggression to a woman, especially to my wife. Right. And especially. That aggression sex. has to right. be 
told to passion or like, you know, but the passionate aggression. Right. So, I mean, I can totally relate to what he's saying because that was exactly what was pounded into my head. I get that. And, and outside of the religion though, can, can I ask every single one of you a question? (laughs) Okay. Let's outside, let's put all religion aside. When you were railing me and you pulled my hair or you wore me like a skin suit, tell me you didn't have the best orgasm in your life. Oh, no, it was good. I was there? <laughs> the question's for me? <laughs> that, that question is not for everybody. I, I am okay. sitting out on this question. All right, no, no, but my, I guess it was great. I don't know. Uh, I'll but, I'm a, but I'm saying for you, all as women, like you as a woman, you want to be dominated sometimes. You want to feel like your man is like pursuing you. Like he wants you. Am I Am I the only one? 1,000% because I am the sassy one in the relationship. See, so sometimes too. in the bedroom, it's like put me in my place because. Give me a five on that. Day to day. He knows that. Please dominate me in the bedroom because I'm going to run shit elsewhere. Right. Yes. But <laughs> not- At least they let us think that and continue. Right. But if you weren't, that, that's it, Maddie. Continue. Right. But if you weren't, gro- if you didn't grow up with that mindset, you were, gro- you grew up in a mindset where like everything was so controlled, like literally everything was so controlled that you don't like, it's hard to have those. Freedoms. Oh, I know. Like I've had to watch him totally mm-hmm. like transition to that. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a gradual process and I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, but like, I like a little weirdness and I like to dress up. Give me a flogger. Give me some, you know, like, like to me, that's just normal. Like, I feel like it, when you're with someone, him and I have been together for 19 years. Well, yeah, 19 years in May. Like you have to, you have to change stuff up and you have to keep it fresh. If you're going to stay in a relationship in a committed relationship, I'm sorry, I can't lay their missionary style every time. So you have to be. You ain't laid their missionary style every time. <laughs> but Don't I'm even. saying in general. That's what she's saying. Yeah. Like you I, cannot. I get it. I get you it. You can't do that. And I'm not saying that I'm like the most erotic sexual being there's ever been. But I'm just saying that if you're going to, if you plan on being some, with someone for the long haul, you got to change stuff up. You do. You you got to you, you got to make it exciting. You have to accept what your partner wants as well. And you got to make right. it new. Yes, and I'm totally down for whatever you want, but that's the thing is that as partners, I feel it's totally natural to experiment together. Like I feel like that experimenting together sexually is healthy. It's when, you know, your partner brings you into some weird shit and you don't know really know what's happening like I feel like it's a whole process and journey to do together. Right. That's one thing. But it's another thing where your partner's watching some weird ass porn and then wants to come home and blow air in your butthole. That's not okay. Well, how do you know that, you know, if I come home and want to blow air in your butthole, how do I know that that ain't just me growing as an individual? Exactly. If you can communicate it. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. It's got to be communicated. Exactly. Thank you, Maddie. Yes. If it's communicated, I totally agree with Maddie. But if you're trying to just blow air from my butthole so you can sit there and get some farts on your face, I don't know what's happening. No. Right, but I think I that, don't think I'm there yet. No, <laughs> maybe one day, but that's no. no for me for now. Right, right, but I think Maddie's it has like, no. it has to definitely be a safe. It ha- I think you have to have a lot of communication. You have to be, I think, an evolved couple. 
No, I agree. And no, 100%. It, ha- it has to be safe. I mean, you ain't just going and doing not... that with no stranger that's like, you know, you have to have a total line of communication. Right. I mean, that's where, like, you know, as humans, that's the thing is we, ha- like, people don't want to talk about it, but we have perverted thoughts. Right. We have fetishes. A hundred percent. And I think that that's where the breakdown happens is that a lot of relationships and marriages aren't healthy. And when somebody tries to introduce something, you know, different, it raises red flags. Yeah, where'd you get that from? Are you doing that Exactly. And then it makes the other person feel uncomfortable and it's no longer a safe place. I think- Wait, that perverted feeling that you got, (laughs) that's Satan running in there. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, come on. Then we gotta address the religion issue that goes into this. That's Satan. Don, you're bringing us back to this. Then Satan better horn me. Well, you don't consider it Satan, but some people do. Yes. But I'm saying a lot of people have those religious hangups that they're thinking that that's part of their dark side, or that's Satan jumping in there. Well, right. I mean, most I mean, every religion is not on board with. So if your husband's watching porn, that's already, that's bad, evil, like that is, that kind of stuff is absolutely you know, 100% You know, let's talk about that topic. Can porn. I, can I be real? Porn? Like, like, do you care if your husband watches porn? I mean, no. I mean, if he tells me he's doing it, then I'm perfectly, now if he's hiding and doing it, that's another thing. But if I know that like, he's like, hey, like. And him and I, like, I'm going to be real with you. We've been together. We've watched porn together. I was like, I don't need to know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need my boyfriend, like, to tell me he's watched porn. Like, I don't, that, it's weird because a long time ago, I would not, I was, like, insecure. So, I was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to want me to have these big boobs and this small stomach and this big ass. And then, no, I don't care. Because it's just, like, to me, I don't know. Like, I'll watch it sometimes. Like, it's not. I I think the problem is, is when. You would rather watch porn yes. than be with there the when it becomes like yeah when it becomes an addiction with. because yes. I think yes. that that is absolutely what happens is that you you sometimes wives cannot you know when you're a wife and you're home and you're with your kid all day or yes. whatever your situation no, exactly. is and we all like mm-hmm. all and your girl. husband is out working with these you know, girls that are dressed up to the T's and look great all the time. And you're rolling into the house at five o'clock to someone that, you know, has barely put themselves together. And, you know, your go-to is watching porn. And then you've got this wife, you know, I think it's, it's, it like, it can get into like a bad, it can get into a bad situation, and you see, know, if you when you're not both on board with, what and is that can going go on. both ways, one hundred percent. Like I worked three jobs, and my mm-hmm. ex husband, I came home, and all of a sudden he got real interested in the mailbox. Mm-hmm. You want to know why he got real interested in the mailbox? Because back in the day, he had ran Playboy. up the mm-hmm. he had ran up the porn bill to over a thousand dollars, and this motherfucker I ain't never been interested in the mail because I paid all the bills at the time. And then all of a sudden, he <laughs> mm-hmm. got real interested in the mailbox. I'm like, why do you keep looking in the mailbox? Because he was ordering porn. Mm-hmm. That's when it's a problem. I'm talking like twelve hundred dollars a month, y'all. Oh yeah, and he was. I, I can say kids. that. I can say that. If I would be offended if you're spending money on porn, because I'm like, go to the free shit. It doesn't like, matter if you're spending money on porn or if it's free. <laughs> because I'll take that money and go get my nails done. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like I'm gonna go. get this bush wax. <laughs> what does right. it? What does it but, matter as far as what does it say about the relationship? Okay, okay, okay. Not he's spending this money is because the difference. He could per, he could perfectly have the money to spend on porn. 
it doesn't even matter what the money is. I will say this, two different things, because now we're in a different era of porn. Yes, if it we was are. you you paid $10 for a premium episode on Pornhub, go for it. You needed to see what happened, exactly. go for it. But you're paying monthly on OnlyFans. Do you know what OnlyFans does? See that you have intimate relationships with these OnlyFans. 100%. Girls. They text you, they make it seem you're in a relationship. And now you're kind of obsessed with the person I thinking agree. it's real. Okay, so it is let's a, make a delineation. It is, but it is a different era. It is She's a different, it's different. So okay so Pornhub's different. You're okay if it's free. Porn, yes. Like, what are you saying? If it's she a, fr- if, if it's, it's like he's texting for a free, gr- yeah, like, a, there's a difference. If it's but, a girl, like if it's real. Okay. To me, a porn star, it's not real. It's like I will go look up porn, and I don't think I'm cheating I mean, on every, anybody. Right, right. Everybody wants to see the the 18 inch dick. I'm like, <laughs> right. But I'm just curious though, is if your husband's watching porn and has starts getting this unrealistic. And they do idea of how She's you should, us on how that. you should look, how you should perform, and what you should be doing. It, that's when it, I think that it gets a, it's a very gray, slippery slope. Yes. Slippery slope. Yes. I agree. And you know what? That's where I have to give my husband props on because I'm going to be real with you. He can walk off all he wants, but he's watched <laughs> his fair share of porn. Well, that's I don't I don't mind that. The but thing he's is, never got to that point. To where I'd be offended is if like, okay, because I feel like your man or whoever's man is watching porn because maybe you know they are horny on a date and you just aren't having it and they need to get one off and they need to go watch. Okay, cool. But like, if it comes down to like, okay, now I'm wanting to and get it on get and it. they say no. But, like, I know they're watching porn all the time. I'm like, okay, there's an issue here. No, I got you on that. Right. No, I but agree where, with that. But where do you, where do you, where do you stop that issue? Like, how do you, if you are saying, okay, it's okay, I don't mind you watching porn, and then they, like, get this unrealistic idea. And are then, they getting that unrealistic idea, or are you getting that unrealistic idea? She's got you. But I... I mean, I don't know. The I mean, only reason I don't... why I'm saying that is because, okay, I'm thinking outside the box there. But when I went to go get a breast augmentation, mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with y'all. That was my idea. That wasn't his idea. Because mm-hmm. that was going to be my next question. That it's was like... my idea. That mm-hmm. was not his. Totally not. And No, he was fine with the me defense, the way I was. I can specifically say that I told her every time mm-hmm. that she doesn't need to do it. That, that he thought I was Don't do it on my account. Was... You're beautiful And, and I'm not going to lie. Okay. okay, you know why? Because... Guys like titties that only they are allowed to see. Whether and they're being flashed or so whether the titties porn. that they're going to see every night. There you go. Yes. That's where guys like titties. It doesn't matter if they're small or big or you can suffocate or motorboat in them. <laughs> that's, a, that's what brings it back it's to the you. titties mm-hmm. that you can see. If a girl flashes your t- her titties to you to see. I mean, titties are titties. I, I'm just 100%. saying, especially when it's someone you are in a relationship with, exactly. like my man can like watch porn here and there. And then like, I'm not insecure in the bedroom. Like, I know, like, he's like, praising the Lord. He's getting in that night, you know, like he's right. like, he's loving everything. So it's like, exactly. it's more because like I said, a long it's time ago, thing for you. a long time ago, I was insecure. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm being compared the whole entire time. But then like letting that part go of myself it's, and it's knowing it's not titties. that. Hmm? It's his titties. They're his titties. They're, that's, they're his titties. They're his titties. They're that's his titties. That's, that's it. That's a point. Now, if you show them to so like when a guy's watching porn and everything, okay, and you see some girl's titties, it's like, okay, that's a decent rack. 
but it's the but titties. But I think as women, that, we do that too, don't you? It's the titties that yes, no one so else sees. <laughs> that, that's what turns a guy on. No, but it's not about, it's I not get about that. looking at all it's sorts of titties. It's the titties, titties that are in who, the presence. Like right. it's real. It's not that's on a screen. Exactly but right. That's what, but that's, I think that, that we can all agree on that. Like I look at women and I admire other women. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can fully admire that about another woman. Like, like when I look at Maddie, like, and she'll be talking about herself. Like it's nothing sexual, but I'm like, why are you talking about yourself like that? <laughs> that's just one but of that's the general... difference between driving by a dealership and actually driving the car and owning that mm -hmm. shit. Okay, that's the difference. I get it. When you're just driving by and you're looking at them, oh look at all those nice cars. Okay, those are great. That doesn't mean anything to you. You're not getting excited over a car sitting at the dealership that you don't expect to buy or do anything about. I get that. But if it's the car that you're driving, but you can and you're thinking it, you're going to do something, but you're with saying, it, but the, but you yeah. Can but what I'm it. saying is, you're making a definition of porn. Like, oh, you just have to be on one website, and we call that porn. Okay, look, porn can be anything. A guy can sit there and look at a bitch at an office or something like that, and it can be just as much porn as if he's looking at a triple X video. It doesn't matter. A guy's a guy's imagination is pretty damn oh, good. I, but then I that's made that porns everywhere 24-7. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So then no, don't get it. Is I, everywhere 24-7. Because it's someone's imagination. No matter, yes. That's yeah. the right answer. No, porn I, is everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's, In a man's mind, I, could, I, I believe that. And right. I could be like that too sometimes. I'm like, Same. girl, I would like those tits on me. Mm -hmm. but I would have so what to difference say does it make if he's actually on a porn site? Or, you know, if he's in just office, walking around looking yeah. But I'll office. tell you the difference. If they're disrespecting their relationship in a way like, okay, now I don't want to have sex with you because you're not this porn. But that's not, because there yes. are real things of porn, addict, like addicts, like right. literal porn there, addiction. There are porn addicts. I and, right. that. But that's my point is that I think that sometimes, not all the time. Right. But I think sometimes men can get to that point oh i agree there are some that can take it's it, like any addiction for right, sure right yes. you know i can and, agree on that and as i well. can see like i can see the point of like being a mom at home running around with kids and picking up goldfish all day and like your husband comes home and he's been in an office or he's been watching porn all day or he's been in an office with all these cute girls that are all dolled up no, and I, look great. And then they come home to, you know, you know, you can barely no. put it together. Like, and, and I get that. But the thing is, is I think that's where as women, we need to grow in our confidence right. and, our, and, and how we feel about ourselves and how we present ourselves. Because you and I have talked about this and let's bring Maddie in on this because she has a young child, so mm -hmm. we're already past that point, but I'm sure that she's experienced this as well, is that the whole sexual thing of like when you have a child, and I've already, you know, kind of mm -hmm. told her this, is that when you have a little child or children in general, that time for intimacy it's, is, it's, it's far and in between. It's and, so hard. When I mean, if you kids. look at my, if you look at my calendar mm -hmm. there, it, it, and I'm, I don't know if you've ever seen it when you've ever rubbed the fridge or anything, but it says pop that pussy Friday. No, <laughs> I have not. And honestly, I think it's a great idea because it's at least in yes. the younger ages, you lose track of time. You, you like, do, girl. you do. And that's the thing. So like, I feel like that's where in, in women, where we lose our confidence. Though, is like we yes. have children and then we don't have that time to connect with our partner on an intimate basis and we are then feeling down on ourselves because we feel like our partners don't want us and that's not always the the case just right. like Don said and I can see this now that that he said that is that you know 
I'm a lover of cars. I'm sure y'all mm-hmm. get that. Like mm-hmm. I, y'all, I, I, y'all, I have my 69 <laughs> Camaro. I have my, my 2020 Camaro. If it's a motorcycle, if it's a fast car, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So I get what he was saying about like, there's so many cars at the dealership that I would like, but I love driving mine. And I love getting um, on. And that's right. not just for men. That's that's human yeah, Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I and that's love. Like, that man was attracted to walking down the street, but I'm not about to chase after him and exactly. ask for his number. Right. Like, exactly. No, I get that. There, right. there is there is part of the pumping up of your ego when you're wanted. And for women, we have to remind ourselves to be that confident because... Yes, it's great for a man's reinsurance, but we can't rely on that. No, we right. can't make that a part we of our personality. Know, and I think that that is something that gets very lost. I yes, think that you can easily get very lost but when you're in, a mother, and yes. especially when you're a mom and you've yes. got little kids, and it's so like I I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Is that I lost that confidence. I lost that no, confidence I, of being a. 20 year old like loose free girl, girl like girl. all you had to concentrate was on yourself i had five kids pop out of this stuff yeah to Trust be a me. mom to, to trying to figure out like that um i think that balance of like being that person that you were at the beginning of the relationship and keeping that fresh yes to being um you know to just kind of pulling that all together and feeling that confidence and in having that confidence in mean, that's communication mm-hmm. i feel like though too definitely between your partners like well, we have to take more responsibility as ourselves yes. i think more because i will tell you what at the first like six months to a year after having a baby i was like all putting it on him i was like i'm looking like a bum 24 7 but yeah. why aren't you making me feel sexy i'm like girl you look like you just came out the gutter that's no, why I, yes. that, ain't, that ain't all on on you well also I mean, like yes but like say my man like does his I mean, due diligence is telling me i'm beautiful right. but i'm like not letting it be enough because i'm in my head too much yes. something to make sure he's gonna say yeah. you're beautiful well no, that's what i'm saying I mean, like get up in the I mean, morning take care of yourself do your skin care make your face so pretty and then is, show up it is that's, hard to get out of it is it is, it is, it is, it is hard. so hard postpartum it's, let me say this again because i said this in the last mm-hmm. episode postpartum is a bitch yes and i went through it for a long time and you know what? Some people want to think that it goes away, like, you mm-hmm. know, in a couple months. No, no mine was like a year and a half. I was going to say yeah, that I went on for like I two think years. I went on for like two longer, maybe. But, yeah. But, but it here's is, the thing. You hard. get all dressed for your girlfriends and you go out to date or whatever like that. You're hanging out with your girls. But when it comes to your guy. I put on that 90 for you and I don't even lie. Uh, there's sometimes you have, but there are sometimes you haven't. Well, the sweatpants don't bother you either. Well, that's my point I'll of women take taking of more responsibility because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Put on, do a little show, show right? A little something. Because I'm nowadays saying. I'm like, okay, I'm looking like a sloth till like five o'clock. I know he's about to come home. I'm like, girl, if you don't go trying to look a little decent, just real quick, just real quick, just something like. But it is, it is hard, and I think you kind of you kind of get into those patterns. You get into those like you. I don't know. You get into these groups. At least you I did. I can only speak for myself. But well, I think all women. Yeah. Just because yeah. hormones are postpartum with different situations. Yeah, and, right. just, and then you go in from that. And then you're like, oh, he's watching porn. And then it's just a pity party. Mm-hmm. And that's you what you don't need to do for yourself. Yes. Because the man just like, I just want They're you like, the men are yeah. like, the men are to like, to put an outfit the- on and then yeah. let's go like have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm not okay, even thinking that much into it. I don't think, I think guys are way simpler. And I don't know. I think he's like, hold on. Don can only speak on this. I got to interject here. Okay. Of course, you know, when I'm talking, I ain't speaking for all men, but mm-hmm. I got to say, 
that there is a there is a health issue or a comfortability issue that y'all put out there that oh I'm not feeling good that day or I'm so Don Don thinks because I have a headache that he can't rail me oh I'm like that I can't like rail the fuck out of me any guy who's listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about I'm not feeling well oh I just the doctor was down there the other day or or I just had he my ultrasound or I ate too much they, tonight. They I'm did, so bloated that it, belly's I'm hanging. Exactly. Okay, if y'all do that, then yeah. it, it's probably a porn night. I'm just letting you know. And I know that one thousand percent. I get that. And that's why I'm not mad about it. I get that. Because so, I understand you need to get yours where you need to get but, it. But sometimes even though I say I have a headache, sometimes I need those endorphins. Sometimes I just need you to rail me. Like that, I mean, that's when we need to be able to communicate because well, I may not be feeling good, but because, I need fucked. But right. That's but only I because need we've been together for two decades that I know the difference between the two. Yes. Okay. But, but, but I'm in saying all situations, that, people don't. That's but what I'm, I'm saying, saying that right. if I'm at the and five to 10 year mark and I'm trying to figure it out, then I'm usually going to err on the side of caution and I'm not necessarily going to make an advance because you've said something you about your right. health or and something else. And that's part of like what you were saying about. And I don't want to take advantage of you. I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm going to hurt you or something else is going on. That right. I'm right. And that's, no, he's hundred percent right on that. Once yeah. you say one thing, it's like, all right, that's not it. Right. And that's like, kind that's of it. what you said about teaching your boys is that when they say no, like, no. no because then no. like if you say I have a headache he's not like let me just keep poking at her hoping she yeah. says yes because you're like no, no I can be see, annoying we, or and yes and we have gotten to that point where I'll be like okay I have a headache but he'll be like look I need I need to do this and I'm like let's fuck like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like let's 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 get it done. Let's be honest. He, for me, like, he has it on the nail. Like if I start complaining, don't try. <laughs> like because I'm letting you know by the fact that I'm complaining. Okay, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. You're saying the minute you start complaining, uh, don't try. But you want to feel like you're pursued, so we should really try. <laughs> that's why it's a day to day situation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Read the room. So, right. so what exactly you're is, why I don't care if you so do porn. Is, I'm a complicated bitch. There is no rhyme or reason, and I should just do whatever. Right. It's so communication. It, that's right. Communication is key. Yeah, we should talk right. about it. But that's, we should, I think we that's should write an right essay before is, every sexual right, involvement. Right. If you're hearing this message, you've just listened to an entire episode of No Cherry on Top. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio.